0: you're listening to Cabo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share you something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of all the new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go! This week, I wanted to talk about Iron Monkey, a 1993 Hong Kong martial arts film written by Tsui Hark and directed by Yuan Wu-Ping and it starts. my favorite, Donnie Yen. Quentin Tarantino is given a producer credit on the film, which I'm assuming is related to his aid in bringing the movie stateside in 2001, which lines up when I stumbled across the film and I was also confused why I was just finding it with it being an older film. But since we're here, I want to cover some of the changes that were made to the film before it hit stateside. With it being Hong Kong cinema, there comes sort of, I guess, telltale signs of its origin or heritage. The Hong Kong kung fu movies are those movies you associate with over-exaggerated sound effects for the punches and kicks, and perhaps fight scenes or the films in general are often sprinkled with a little bit of uh, comedic moments. But Hong Kong cinema spans decades, and subgenres of action. Um, many of them being about the cultural revolution or martial arts rivalries like Shaolin versus Lama, Lama versus Shaolin, Daoist Shaolin rivalries, Wu like, you name it, there's something happening. Sometimes there's a damsel in distress, sometimes, uh, you dishonored someone and now you must die. That's- that's the thing. Um, the films have a habit of sensationalizing the moment versus going for Hollywood realism, which like, if you think about, um, you know, those elegant and fantastical fight scenes of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, that's, that's still a touchstone, right? Um, but I feel like Crouching Tiger is also, ah, boy, kind of the poster child, I guess, the cultural touchstone for, hong kong cinema in the west where it everything is over exaggerated but it's elegant and there's i think some hollywood showmanship sprinkled out into it uh but yeah i guess that's the pop culture reference i'm gonna go with but the changes made to the film for the american audiences let's jump into this real quick changes were made to the film before it was released in the u.s to make it more marketable so first wong fei hung's name was removed from the title uh, because apparently Americans probably wouldn't know who Wang Fei-Hung is. I guess it's kind of right. But if you're a martial artist, you've definitely heard his name. Wang Fei-Hung was a martial artist, physician, and folk hero. And was known as an expert, or still is known, as an expert of Hungar, Uh, which he, he studied, I believe, amongst many people, but one being Wang Ki-Ying, his father. The movie also, uh kind of pulls at the 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 father son dynamic as well as student and master uh but hungar is a southern chinese martial arts uh you know i'm gonna stop myself here i'm gonna just slide the soapbox back into the corner apparently i can so easily hijack my own podcast um but martial arts are cool but with those changes, the biggest I think I noticed even, I don't know, when I was 12, it's I'm 18 years older, is that the subtitles dampened the political overtones or context of the movie. Kind of made it a little less shitty, but it's still shitty. You got a corrupt government that's oppressing its people for, you know, one or two's own personal gain. It's weird, right? Uh, the movie is similar to Robin Hood. Uh, I guess, kind of? I'm gonna go with kind of. Some of the comedic beats also were removed from the film as well as those sound effects and replaced with more realistic sounds. Uh and when the movie came stateside they also changed the composition or the composition. They also changed the soundtrack to make it more I majestic, I don't know, but they wanted to emu- emulate uh Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Even when I was young I could tell the film had been edited. It just it's it still flowed and told a story and it was a kung fu movie but it just didn't move the same i assumed at the at the time it was just because like quinn tarantino presents i don't know what he had to do with any of this so maybe i mean i was 12 what the hell did i know uh but i also i read it on a few places around the internet when i was uh looking into a little bit more of this film it also looks like they slowed down some of the action scenes that had been sped up so i wonder if that's also what was slightly jarring as a as a little tyke but the plot okay i'm gonna try to explain this without revealing too much uh as to not deter you from watching one of my favorite films so the plot centers around the iron monkey a man who's dressed in black that (laughs) will buckle up robs from the rich and gives to the poor the iron monkey or his name um yang uh he's a physician by day and robin hood by night he treats the poor for free while charging the rich maybe more than necessary uh early in the film he as the iron monkey breaks into i guess what would be the equivalent of the governor's mansion and makes off with some gold and he um distributes it amongst the town by to- like leaving it on a statue of a monkey uh the guards at the governor's mansion and i guess some I'm just gonna call it right now, some disgraced Shaolin monks are unable to stop him, which drives the governor to ask his chief officer, a man who goes by Fox, to hunt down the Iron Monkey. But throughout the movie, you you see that Fox is kind of like a bumbling idiot, but like, just, yeah, he's just an idiot. The next day or so, after the brawl at the governor's mansion, the city guards are, well, on guard. Wang Qi ying who's played by my my of Donnie Yen and his son Wang Fei hung are walking through the streets and some dingleberries try to rob them. Uh, Wang qi Ying makes quick work of them putting them on putting the guards on edge uh, and both Wang and his son are arrested. Uh, some jazz goes down in court. Wang Fei hung is held as a hostage by the government and Donnie Yen has to i Ki- <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Donnie Yen, uh, has to hunt down the iron monkey. Uh, the town isn't happy about Donnie Yen hunting the, the Iron Monkey, and they, people throughout town refuse to provide him food or shelter, and there's like a little, I'm not going to call it a montage, but a few scenes of him like trying to like buy food and do stuff, and they're all like, nah, get out of here, you're an asshole. Um, he eventually makes his way to Yang's office and is taken in by Yang and Miss Orchid, his assistant and or wife or, I don't lady friend in whatever context that is um but yang he you can tell he like uh feels for uh Ki ying um as he's like trying to save his son and feeling lost because he himself doesn't have anything against iron monkey or knows anything about him um uh, but yang figures out a way to save wang Hung um from his detainment and yang and miss orchid train wang Hung as he i guess he kind of is has to stay quarantined i don't know he can't leave the house. So, the movie goes on. There's this Robin Hood cat and mouse situation going on and a friendship is budding. Uh there is a fancy regional government official that's headed to town. So, I think this is motivating the governors like we got to get rid of the iron monkey. We have people coming like we're going to look like a flippin' fool. Like we got to get out of here. So, they're they're upping the ante as far as trying to find the iron monkey and this official who shows up is a now very corrupt uh former Shaolin monk uh and he has a troop of jerkwad former monks as well who get into a few altercations with the iron monkey and Donnie Yen uh both of them Donnie Yen again Jesus Christ uh severely injuring both of them though and they're both Uh, doctors of Chinese medicine but they both have methods of treatment that are different from each other so there's this weird montage of them being sick and trying to heal the other I don't know there's like this weird tension and then somehow they find out that or Donnie Yen's monkey Ying finds out that Yang is the iron monkey and they're like oh shit you're you're the guy but you're my friend we're friends this is bad also the big old official man uses like this Buddha palm technique or the fist of death I don't know, it somehow poisons the blood from his... We don't need to get into it. But there, there's that as well. Um, what's n- not nice is uh, we have we have some friendship budding, right? So what's not so nice is the evil monks are on the prowl for our heroes. They know that they're injured. They know that they're somewhere in town. So um, they're kind of running through the town and our our, our bumbling idiot fox friend comes over to warn Yang. He's like, yo, Hey, by the way, I kind of know you're the iron monkey. I've been this idiot the whole time to protect you because I believe in what you're doing, but the monks are coming. Oh, and guess what? The monks show up later because I guess they leave to go protect people. I don't know. Um, but we get to see, uh, Ms. Orchid protect herself and she's a badass in the fight, but the monks can't beat her. So they poison her with drugs. So she collapses, and it, like, I would say, is probably not going down a very good route, but then Wong Fei-Hung, our sweet little son, boy, um, is here to rescue her, and he does, but somehow gets captured. (sighs) Yeah. So, caveat, I hate calling them monks. I'm perhaps slightly a little biased, as I study Shaolin Kung Fu, but they're clearly no longer monks. Their attire is totally just used to evoke their style and their strength, and this power, and it's stupid, and their buttholes, I wrote buttholes, but I'm gonna say assholes, but just for the sake of time, they're, they're mon- I'm gonna call them monks, but they're not monks. That's gonna be another podcast of, or a TED Talk. It's gonna be my TED Talk. Okay, so fast forward to the end-ish of the movie, and the Iron Monkey and Donnie Yen, or Wang Ki-ying, are both dressed as the Iron Monkey. Who's who? Oh my god! You can tell. It's totally fine. But they fight the monks, which there's some really, really cool fight scenes here, or fight moments. And they fight that douche canoe government official. They also, the... If you've ever seen a kung fu movies the, the wooden posts that they, like, fight on top of to, like, practice balance. Uh, They fight on top of those, but there's, like, a raging fire underneath, but they're on wooden posts, so the posts are breaking, so... You know i'll let your imagination run with that so let's just fast forward to the end there's it there's a resolve um the good guys win i won't go on as to how but there's some really cool uh there's some cool shit in that final fight with fire and, and wood and, and the punches uh there's it, it kind of ends like kaha we, we we did it and then there's like end cards of Wang Fei-Hung grew up to be a folk hero and restore honor to the Shaolin Temple, uh, which is kind of cool, because Wang Fei-Hung is this little boy in the movie, and he's kind of doofy, but like, I don't know, is noble and honorable, he, he, I don't know, put some some dingleberries in, in their place for sure throughout the movie, um, and also Wang Fei-Hung in the movie is played by a, a girl, which is cool, so neat. But I hope my summary is uh, vague enough for you to still go and enjoy it. And I didn't ruin it by trying to be too vague and just ramble on forever. But I think the fight scenes are really fun. There's some um, with Wang Fei-Hung getting chased through a market. And he ha- uh, uses, a, I guess, like a piece of wood from one of the stalls as a staff. And there's, like, some really cool, like, table flipping but at the time that I saw this I was practicing wushu and southern kung fu so seeing a kid do stuff that I was learning and beating up the bad guys was like really cool and that I was like I I could I could be in the movie right this is one of my first kung fu movies I saw that wasn't from the 60s 70s or 80s I mean sure Crouching Tiger of course but I feel like that's sort sort of in, in its own category because it was such a I would say a milestone, and at least in like Western cinema, but Crouching Tiger is a lot of Wu Dun or like Taoist Kung Fu, which is far more elegant than what I was learning. I mean, you've seen the movie, right? Uh, With this film, um, I think of it as like a revitalized, you know, Robin Hood and Little John with this added twist of unknowingly being pitted against each other, not, well, the one not knowing that he's the other guy there's a, a lot of beautiful moments as well, like Miss Orchid collecting papers and Yang writing prescriptions, I guess, and and there's these really tender moments between Wang Ki Ying and his son, Wang Fei Hung, as they whether it's like training or or walking through the town, uh, my dog is barking, this is good. Um, early in the film Wang Fei Hung uh, goes to like hold his father's hand and um, he bats it away and at the at the end they hold hands, I believe. Um, But there's just like these these moments that like kind of punctuate the storyline. That's really nice. Uh, It's definitely a a darker toned movie compared to uh, others to introduce to an American market at the time. And there are some scenes that were also um, that were I'm assuming left in to definitely uh, I think allude to a Tarantino esque. Vibe, you'll know him when you see him. But when I saw it the, initially, I was like, "Oh, this is, is this his contribution." There might be some some metal bits that fly into somebody's face. That's all I'm saying. But at the t- when I watched this, I watched it all the time on DVD. It's definitely one of those more serious uh, movies. It has these moments of laughter between it. Like Fox is an idiot. Wang Feiyong has some good one lines. Um, there's also I didn't mention it earlier, but there's a whole thing of Yang pretends to be the government official going to like the governor's mansion. So he dresses up as an official, like there's this like whole, like this whole tomfoolery that's afoot. It's probably not the best Kung Fu movie, but it's one that sticks out in my head a lot. But I liked it. I used to sit on my floor a lot, eat leftover Chinese food, and then, you know, get a broom and it was my staff. So, um... I would say if you want to have a good evening with some Chinese food, this is definitely a, a fun little romp. I think sometimes it's on Netflix. I don't know. But yeah, Kung Fu movies are great. Hong Kong cinema is great. Crouching Tiger is... I don't actually really remember that movie at all. It's probably fine. Uh, did I say Iron Monkey is great? Iron Monkey is great. Donnie Yen is great. You're great. Um... Shaolin is great. Wang Fei-Hung is super great. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And if you want to share something you're digging on, shoot an email over to weareokretro at gmail.com with Combo Breaker in that subject line. And follow me on the social medias at weareokretro to see new upcoming stuff and what I'm up to. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.